Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Well, you must have seen the story, because it's been out for several weeks now, about this uh, Spanish pensioner, an 80-year-old woman, who tried to improve a falling-apart Spanish fresco of the face of Christ. Yes. Tried to restore it, and it wound up looking kind of more like... um, more like a monkey. It is so bad. It's really it bad. It is so bad. It's completely botched. And so the poor woman, her name was Cecilia Jimenez. She has... I think uh, it's Jimenez. Isn't that the Spanish pronunciation? Perhaps so, yeah. Jimenez. Uh, but I, I think it is Cecilia. Yes. Uh, but uh, she is just... Everybody started... She, she just got it close. It caused this big global stir. Right. Uh, because of uh, of the terrible job that she did on this thing, and everybody, well, the church making... thought it was a it, it was a case of vandalism when they first came in and saw it. They yeah, went, that's oh how you my know it's not gosh, good. That's if awful. If they think your work is vandalism, that doesn't and speak. And poor well. thing, she she was trying to do her best because she, she wanted to restore it. I I'm not sure that she really had the blessing of the church to do it. It sounds like she told a priest, "Hey, I'm going to do this. Is that okay? Let me take a crack at yeah, it. Yeah, let okay? me take a crack. It just it is just it's almost it's it's like it was intentionally. Yeah. funny yeah. that what she ended up doing because it is clearly a really funny she didn't picture. know what she was doing or no. how to do it and so there's that right but then since then the story has just gone viral and everybody's talking about it around the world and now they're selling this image as, is on t-shirts and it's on cell phone covers and coffee mugs and wine labels <laughs> the and, new the new image yes the, the new, new image, image. her it's, image it's of, very funny it, it is it is Unintentionally funny. Yes. And but people are making lots of money off this stuff. And because now it's all it's kitschy and and yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So now her lawyers through her have come forward and said, you know what, this is her work. She should be getting a piece That's of this exactly action. Exactly right. You, I mean, you, if you're making T-shirts, you got to give a percentage of it absolutely to Cecilia right. here because this was her work. Absolutely right. Are there people who say no? That's not. I, I think she should be getting money for it. I, well, I'm with you on this one. Yeah, I am too. So who's saying she shouldn't? Well, I just think, uh, you know, there nobody wants to give money away. Oh, you're right. Yes, let's give you part of our money. Well, let me ask they're, you they're this. Gonna, it'll go into court. And let me whatever. ask you this. There's lots of, of things with the Mona Lisa on it. Lots of things. Uh, Name one. The, the, this coffee mug. This t-shirt. There's just lots of things that have the... the image of the Mona Lisa, the famous Leonardo da Vinci Mona Lisa on it. Does and, he get a cut? And there's a song uh, that Nat King Cole did. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have named you. 
Does does he get a cut of of every time somebody takes that and puts it on a? Well, on if a, he comes around again, he probably could have you, a cut of it. You've seen the pictures of her with a you know the Cheshire cat smile, and people have done odd things to it, but. Um, I think a, he doesn't get a cut of that or his, his well, I think estate, a work so. well I think a work like that you would call a masterpiece and and, the, and he doesn't make Mona Lisa look like a monkey so there's <laughs> this that is really bad this and is really uh, and, bad. and I think the Mona Lisa while it is owned by someone I don't know if the Louvre itself right. owns it or who owns it, it uh, an iconic thing like that pretty much is in the public domain I think uh, Oh. In that case. Well, okay, so the argue, argument can be made that this fresco in its original state was probably part of the public do- domain in Spain, right? Well, I guess, except it was she just, just hanging in a church, and it's a pretty obscure artist that painted it. I, I, It looks actually pretty good if you look at the before picture. And who's to say, because we don't have <laughs> photographic evidence, who's to say Christ doesn't look more like her version than really? the one? I mean, I Jesus was... Um, from the Middle East, you know, he, he didn't, they, we always see pictures of him as this Caucasian guy with a beard and, but she also forgot look, probably to put, didn't look anything like that. She forgot to put a mustache on the new version too, which is why it's, well, I don't know looks, if she forgot or at some point she just said, Oh, Oh, maybe she ran out oh, of paint. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think when you look at the painting and you said, yep, that's it. Perfect. I'm done. I don't know she, what she was I, I thinking. I think she stopped uh, midway and said, Uh Oh. I better hang this back up in the church and hope nobody notices. Well, I guess according to stories, she said she just can't even understand why everybody's so pissed off about this because yeah. she said, you know, I did this right in broad daylight, and so it's like I could see exactly and what I, I was doing. I wasn't that drunk, and when I, I did wasn't it. drunk, and so everybody just needs to calm down. But I don't know. I guess I would say she would deserve a piece of the pie if this is uh, artwork. <clears throat> There's got to be some sort of. Uh, yeah licensing or some sort of a i don't know There's gotta and, be- and 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 her lawyers say that she has no interest in a cut of what the church foundation is charging people to see this fresco she doesn't even want a part of that action right she just wants a part of the uh the, you know the financial action of the t-shirts and all of that and even if she gets that cut she's gonna give it to charity so or at least to most of it well, and and then also I I read that the uh, the Bora authorities are try- are going to sue her. They're they're coming after her, going you you messed this up. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel bad for her. She's I just, do too. She's, she's eighty a- years old. She wasn't trying. She wasn't doing it. Um, you know, in a disrespectful or or a, a, an actual. She wasn't trying to harm anybody or anything. Well, we don't that think was, so. That was her vision. Yeah. And never mind that her vision was a little blurry. <laughs> it was her vision. Never mind that she's cross-eyed. Oh boy! Anyway, that uh, that does lead me to um, the uh, another story that came out a few weeks ago. A Harvard University professor unveiled a fourth-century fragment of papyrus, and I've heard it called papyrus and other names in the news. But uh, it's a uh, it's it's was from paper. a plant that was paper. It's paper. That, 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 Why do they have to get all fancy? It's paper. Well, before, that wasn't, isn't the paper that is made from wood that we know today. But they found this ancient piece, and it's got text on it, and it quotes Jesus explicitly referring to having a wife. Now, this expert on the history of Christianity says the text contains a dialogue in which Jesus refers to, quote, my wife, whom he identifies as Mary. Now, it's not his 
his mom, Mary, but right. his wife. Mary Magdalene, a lot of people are, well, are that's, assuming. That, 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 and that <clears throat> which is what feel, the Da Vinci Code, you know. Uh, that, which, that is, will... which, of course, is, is based on total fact, the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that was just, you know, that's what he... But you're right. A lot of people say don't read a lot into that. So I don't this, know. This is... But first of all, how, how do we know this is a real piece of papyrus? How well, do we know? I don't know. I guess you could carbon date it or something like that. It's just this tiny fragment Where of this papyrus. Um, I don't know. But oh. I mean, why does it? Why does the words "my wife" say "aha"? Well, that proves it. They don't tell you what the rest of the sentence was. He said, "My wife, if I happened to have one." <laughs> Which I don't would have made me do the dishes, right? I mean, right. I mean, or just my I was wife. talking to my buddy Joseph the other day, who told me, who said, and I quote, "My wife kicked me out of the house. Can yeah. I stay with you, Jesus?" <laughs> yeah, you're I right. Mean, that, that doesn't prove right. anything to me. Was but it written in English or was it written in? It's, um, you know, it's a something so, called Coptic. Okay. Uh, well, maybe they translated it wrong. It might say "my wine." It might not be "wife." You know or, how F's and N's can look the same all the time. Yeah. I know, I know. But, but it does what bring if? up a good, yeah, what if? But what if? Jesus. Honey, honey. What? Hey, uh, listen, there's a spider in the tub. Yeah. Can you get it out for me, please? Done. Wow. That's awesome. Hey, did you take out the garbage? Done. Wow. Uh, you didn't even get off the couch for that. I know. Wow. That's, how, that's what I do. Hey, listen, um, I, I don't know, but that beard thing of yours is kind of... Why don't you trim that once in a while? You're cute and everything, but... You used to you, love the beard. What, what's wrong with the beard just, all of a sudden? It's got... It's all filled with crumbs. You got bread and wine and all this stuff in Not there. anymore. You mind? Not anymore. Wow. Done. Done. All right. Hey, what are you doing later on tonight? Hey, could you stop with all the questions and stuff? I Maybe I just want a little reflective time. Did you ever think about that? Well, I'm just trying to help, honey. I'm going to go out with the girls. You They're... know what kind of pressure I'm under being the son of God 24-7? I don't know, honey, but you don't know the kind of pressures I am as your wife, okay? Uh, yeah, so yeah. I think we're even here. All right. All right? So what do you want? Well, I just wanted to know. You, you said something about having this big supper tonight, and I just wanted yeah, to Yeah, I'm going to have the guys over. I don't... I gonna just... have the guys. You know the guys. Peter, Andrew, Matthew, Thomas, John, James. They're just a bunch of... They Bartholomew. Just, they, they are, they're dirty Judas. And, and Judas. Oh, yeah. He's a real nice guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, you know what he tried to do the last time he was here? What? Yeah, he tried to pick me up. Oh, come on. He did. I'm not kidding How you. could he pick up? He sits at the far end of the table. He doesn't even get into the conversation How with many us. of he's, these apostles are coming this time? Uh, this, and let me just say something else. This better be the last time you do this. I'm not putting up with it anymore. I'm not. Come on. This is the last. I like having the guys over. Uh, I got a 13th apostle now, too, by the way. Yeah. Slappy. All right. You've never met Slappy. No, I You'll don't. You'll like him. I don't know He's him. funny. I'm not. I'm, what are you guys having? Because I'm not cooking for all you guys again. This is ridiculous. We're going to have loaves and fishes. Well, are you cooking them? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, they just happen. All right. One more thing before I head out of here. We yeah. are out of wine, and you okay. know how I like my wine. I know. Bring me that bucket of water, and I'll take care of it. All right. <laughs> that was really good. And and people listening might say, boy, how did they... They scripted that. They scripted. We studied that we for weeks. We just... We didn't script no, it. I know. 
It's, it's going to sound like we did. I know. We did. I know. It's just amazing how we came up with that. That's just something else. <laughs> All right. So um, you, um, well, here's what I want to do. I We like doing these songs every once in a while where we analyze them because the songs are either interesting or they're politically incorrect, perhaps, by mm-hmm. today's definition, or they just merit some comment. Sure. And so I thought from the disco era that this one would be perfect. You remember the song? You remember the artist Carol Douglas? I have. N- I have. She had n- one hit. Oh well, that's why I don't know. She who had it is. one hit, and this was it. I'll know. And it I when thought I hear this would it. be. I thought this would be great. Here it is. Okay, so so you've heard that song. Yeah, do you notice? And you know what? It doesn't go anywhere after. Do you that. notice that he just answers and doesn't even really actually say anything to her after she tells him all this stuff? Good point. He goes, "Hello." Yeah, there's no personality there's in that. There's none. He doesn't even respond and go, "Oh, you had a pain deep down inside." Yeah, listen to his what voice. He, he doesn't even sound interested. No. It's like a wrong number. Talking to her. It's right there. He so could have said, she oh, said, Oh, hi, Dolores. <laughs> hi, <laughs> honey. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Disinterest. Yeah, dumb. Dumb. Complete disinterest. I don't like When you see the doctor today, because ever since you've been gone, I had a pain deep down inside. Now, how do we know it's not Aww. like something more sinister? It could be a pain, like pen, a knife pen, stuck in appendicitis or something, or she sat on a. <laughs> she rake. sat on. <laughs> She sat on a sewing needle or something like. By the way, did I ever tell you about my cousin? He, he probably. My my uh, aunt kept a. It, it was a like a soft plush tomato. Yes. It looked like a tomato, yes. and she would With the, keep the pin cushion. Yes, my mother had cushion. the, the, yeah, she the would tomato keep, pin she'd cushion. Needles on. Well, yeah. he sat on it one day. <laughs> one day, and so he had these needles sticking oh, out of his ass. Oh no! Oh yeah, and they really could, yeah, and they had to take him to the hospital. Oh. And they said, Tony, his name was Tony. Tony, get in the car. Oh, my butt, Dad. Get in the car. And so he gets in the car, but he can't sit down in the car. So he's got to sit on the front seat with his butt up in the air, facing backwards the whole way to the hospital. Poor kid. Yeah. How did we get onto that topic? I don't know. How did we get? Oh, because that could be be what happened to her. (laughs) I doesn't know. He says there's nothing really wrong with me. He didn't sit on a pincushion. If I ever went to the doctor and I said, you know, I just, I'm not feeling good. I'm not sleeping well. I'm throwing up and I'm bleeding (laughs) from my ears. And the doctor said. And he said, you know what? Don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed at all. What what is it? Well, what what happened? Well, (laughs) I've done some. It's obvious. Studies and you're just missing your man. (laughs) I would slap him right across the face. Of course you would. She seems to be thrilled that that's all it is. Like, she just went, And the okay. guy, and like you said, the guy is a non, uh, he doesn't say anything about it. Like, uh-uh. yeah, so? Yeah. No. So? 
What, what, what's so no, the big surprise about that? Who wouldn't miss me? No Come one, on. No wonder that was a one-hit wonder. The two women I'm with right now would miss me if I wasn't here. What Come year, on. What year was that? Did that come out? I don't even know. know. Disco era. It must have been in the 70s. Yeah, I remember. Like I don't know There were a sure. lot of uh, a lot of artists who did that sort of that phone call thing, and I'll, we'll have to find some more of those songs. But that was really popular where you'd hear the phone ringing, and then That'd the song. That'd be a good theme for a whole album. Yeah, and then the song would phone start up. Phone call songs. Yeah, it would start up, and that's, Hello, you know. Hello, baby. There was one uh, one song, I can't remember, that a woman called up her her lover's mistress. Oh. Yeah, Barbara, it's just me. I want to have a woman-to-woman talk with you. I'll, I'll look that up on our oh, break. good, so good. Find that one. All right. Yeah. Um, so that song, I thought that'd be fun one to play in in it totality, but it isn't that great of a song, and there isn't that much that happens beyond that. So, as a substitute, I thought I would play for you uh, what, at least at one time, was my favorite song. Really? When I went to work at a station here in town, they were playing, uh, after you and I had parted company, not by our own right. wishes, uh, I went to work at a station that was playing what they called super hits of the 70s and 80s, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, there were oldies, in other words. You can say the station, you know. I know, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Why not? Okay. K-R-A-K. Crack. And uh, I... Uh, oh, I thought it was K-J-R. Oh, you've said it now. Oh. <laughs> no, I've, it's fine. It's, Wasn't it, it? It was fine station. Okay. The only thing that I didn't like about it that that, that left me with a sour taste in was my mouth... Was that they fired you? They fired me, which is fine, because you're hired to be fired sure. anyway in that business, but... Then they come on, the next day was very amiable departure and everything and all that. Then, like a couple days later, there's a press release that is issued by the program director of that station who says, yeah, you know what, we don't have anybody on the air in the morning anymore. We're just going to play music. There won't be a host. So if you're tired of all the blah, blah, blah in the morning, (laughs) listen to us now. As and if to you, say, we don't have old, b- old Mr. <laughs> Babbler on anymore. And that, that, uh, that he, was, he was right, but it still hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt a That's lot. That's all right. So, but anyway, when I first went to work for the station, we decided we're going to have a remote, and we had it, uh, a remote is meaning a live broadcast someplace other than the studio. And so we went to the foot of the Space Needle. And, uh, you know, we would have a crowd there, and and I would do my very first show from there. Right. So they said, so for your very first song out of the gate, what do you want in the golden oldie realm? And they thought I would go with, you know, uh, I don't know. Magic Carpet Ride. Rolling Stone, Steppenwolf. Yeah, something like that. Right. Instead, I picked a record that wasn't even really a big hit. In fact, I don't even know where it finished. But I've always loved this song. It was by an artist named Al Wilson, whose biggest Love hit, Al Wilson. Love Al Wilson. What, what is... What, Love Al Wilson. Really? Yeah. Like what? Well, he, you know, um, uh, don't don't ever leave me and keep on loving me. Let's stay together. No, no, no. That no. Was that's Gaines. Al Green. Oh, that's Al Green. I'm so... Yeah, I know. So okay, you don't know don't Al know. Wilson. He really had I know. Kind of you you kind of mocked me for a second. They're like, oh, really? Well, I just can't believe that You're you right. would know Al Wilson. Oh, He's no, a, I don't know Al Wilson. His biggest hit was right. Show and Tell. Show and Tell. Remember that song? Yes.
Travis? I do. Okay. Well, but this wasn't a big hit for him, but this is my favorite song, and this is the one I chose okay. to be my inaugural song on my new my new radio show. All right. And it's called The Snake. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, this is good. It tells a great story, too. And it sounds good. It's a good rockin' song. And it's a tale worth telling, boys and girls. On her way to work one morning, down the path alongside the lake. A tender-hearted woman saw a poor half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with a dew. Oh, well, she cried, I'll take you in and I'll take care of you. Take me in, oh, tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, tender woman. The snake. So the snake is asking her, hey, look, I'm all messed up. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost dead. Right. Yeah, please can, have mercy. Can and, you save me? Yeah. Would you save yeah, me? Do he doesn't know what the answer will be. Well, she's a tender-hearted woman, so you can yeah. kind of guess what's going to happen. Yeah, here. I guess yeah. you can. Now she wrapped him up all cozy in a coverture of silk. There's a word you don't hear every day, coverture. Coverture of silk. Of silk, yeah. And then laid him by the fireside with some honey and some milk. Now, I don't know that what snakes like honey getting? and milk, well, but... You know, it was. Just, she should have laid she him by the fireside with a couple a of mouse. A couple of rats, yeah. That, that made him happier. Now she hurried home from her work that night as soon as she arrived. Now she found that pretty snake she'd taken in had been a revival. Well, what do you know? Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. What a happy ending. Take me in, tender woman. Oh, this is great. The snake. Now, there's a little uh, thing there. Side, side the, the snake. snake. Yeah. What are you saying? Well, I'm saying it sounds like this song is a happy ending. <clears throat> snake was on the yeah de- the doorstep of death, and now he's okay. And because he had honey saved, and milk, and he's and in he's, a silk. He's great, and, he's, and then she came home, and everything's good. Right. But, but, end of story. Well, that that isn't the end of the story, as you can guess. <laughs> No, it's not the end. I'm nice she clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. Now, I don't think you should be putting your snake... clutched him to the, her bosom. ...on your uh, rack. You know, that's probably <laughs> not a good idea right there. But if I hadn't brought you in, by now you might have died. Now, she stroked his pretty skin again and then kissed and held him tight. Oh, I hope you really But instead of saying thanks, that snake gave her a vicious bite. Oh! Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, tender woman. Sad the snake. All right. Is that it? That's not it. Oh. There's one well, more now verse. what could happen? Well, so she was petting him, and why was she kissing him? Well, see, because he was so beautiful. That's what she said. You're well, so beautiful. She said. Perhaps she was trying to make the reptile erectile. And did you? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. No, did you I? did. You oh, did. Shoot. Wait, so he bit her. Did he bite her in the face? It doesn't Do say where he bit her. I'm. 
presuming it's, it's she's holding him to her bosom. He might have bit her. He might have bit her there. Yeah, he might have bit her there. Okay. But speaking of bitter, this is a bitter ending. Uh, Here we go. Now I saved you, cried that a woman. Yeah. And you bit me even a while. And you know your bite is poisonous. And now I'm gonna die. Ow! Oh, shut up, silly woman. That's a great song, I think. Yeah. Al Wilson. Yeah. And the snake. I love that song. I've always well, liked that song. Yeah, and it's, but it's uh, And I like a song that is musical like that, sure. that you could dance to, but it's has not, a message to tell. Sure. And I would submit it's, to you... It's not a literal... Song. I would submit to you that this is a Republican song. <laughs> it is saying, it is saying, if you, if you try to consort with or, uh, you know, treat a terrorist mm-hmm. kindly, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to work. Right? They're, they're a terrorist. That's you right. can't negotiate with a snake, and you can't negotiate with a terrorist. Now, it's interesting that you you decided that it was some sort of anthem or story, a uh, learning story f- uh, with a political bend, because I... Well, I, you, you could see it that I way. looked at it as a romantic story and sort of the anthem of every woman who's ever, uh, that's you know... A good, that's another good way to think who's, of it. Who's invited somebody who had treated her poorly back into... And you, um, into and you, her life, and then and, and then said, been I nice, can't. And you'd been nice mm-hmm. to them. You'd given them love. You'd given you them. You maybe bailed them out of jail yeah. or whatever, and then they turned around and did it again. You really can't. You can't go. Uh, you. That, but it would it be okay with you, know, you if they're well. You knew I was a jerk when you know when you mm-hmm. first started going with me. Right. So don't be surprised because right. you knew I was a jerk. So it's so shame on you, not on me. I know. It just makes me. This whole thing makes me mad. I'm sorry. That song makes me mad. All of it makes me I'm mad. Sorry. Now I'm pissed off. I know. I didn't want that to happen, but it was inevitable. I guess. Yeah. It's just a great inevitable. song. Was that the only thing he ever wrote and sang? Doesn't he have no, any other no, hits? No, his, his big hit was called "Show and Tell." Right. Uh, Al Wilson. I. I. Not I, to be confused with Al Green. Right. Or Al Gore. Right. For that matter, who had a, that big hit "Global Warming." Dig this version of the song. On her way to work one morning down the path alongside the lake, a tender-hearted woman found a pearl half-frozen snake. It's a group called Shivery. His pretty-colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. Take me in, tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Pretty cool, huh? Take me in, tender woman, sighed the snake. Hey, um, a couple more things to talk about quickly. You hear that? Um, yes. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's running a tractor outside or something. Um, gosh, there's a couple things I wanted to get to. I think maybe I know we, we wanted to talk about Christmas is already a Christmas is in the stores, what, even what though it's the middle of October. It, I saw Chris, Christmas stuff in uh, Costco. I swear it I was know, August. In August. I know early August. I know, but but my question is, do you when do you start shopping for? So I mean, they're putting it December out there. December twenty fourth. I know you're a guy. I know you're a guy. 
Um, but this isn't these aren't Christmas gifts. These are Christmas decorations that are out. So yeah. do you ever shop for Christmas decorations? Me? Do you ever shop for? Do you go? Oh, that's a nice wreath. Did you and I just meet? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you it's me lisa it's me so do you are you like is it kind of a typical thing where you're in charge of the tree because the guy's always yes, in I charge am. of getting yeah. the tree so i'm in you, charge of the tree you got to go out and cut the tree down and haul it back no i don't what do you mean we bit the bullet last year we're still paying on it got it at lowe's the an art- artificial christmas tree they're nice and it does it have the lights on it already yeah oh man that is the worst part of Putting up the Christmas tree is the lights. Nothing sucks the spirit right out of you than well, putting up lights on a Christmas tree. And then you put the tree. lights up, and then you, all of a sudden, oh, one string isn't working. And then right. you got to figure out where, where right. is there a fuse blown? blown is there, oh, it drives me nuts. So you just got an artificial tree, but it's still your job to put it. So is that the only thing you bought? Uh, That's the only thing you've bought. You've never well, bought... Well, my wife a... and I bought it together. We both agreed... I mean, we we resisted it forever, because the idea of an artificial Christmas tree is... I, I don't know. It's... It's lame. I mean, why have a tree at all if it's not a real tree? I that, don't understand your that's argument. What we used, that's what we used to believe. What's your argument? Because well, my argument a real is tree... a real tree is a real tree. It smells like a real tree. You can get that spray, it's, though. That yeah, I know. I Christmas know. tree spray. But, I mean, why have a tree if it's a fake tree? For the tree? decorations. Why not go ahead and get what fake presents for everybody? <laughs> why not drive a fake car? I mean... You just Some things have to be real. Your logic is very flawed and <laughs> well, just way off base. Well, it used to be flawed, if but now just, I've come around to well, the dark we'll, side where you are, and I, we have an artificial tree. Why don't you just go out, if it means so much to you, why don't you go out and get a real tree this year? So so this is what because I'm Because I've already gone into hawk to buy this. They're expensive. Oh, they're very expensive. Very expensive. And now I just hope I live long enough to, you know, for the thing to pay for itself. <laughs> exactly. So in fact, I'm going to keep it up all year now. So the stuff that's in the stores are Christmas decorations, stockings, and ornaments, and lights, and all that stuff. They aren't Christmas oh, yeah. presents. Um, it falls under the general category of crap. It kind of does. Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas crap out there. Yeah, there is. And um, people buy it. They love oh, it. Oh, I know. They want it. You said you have too much Christmas crap. We do. We do. And she's going to go out and buy some more now. She's I'm gonna... thinking of becoming an atheist just so I can get rid of some of that, <laughs> that stuff. That has everything to do with the Christmas tree. You could have been an atheist. Have a uh, you're right tree. about that. You're right. But I would just call it a tree. You're then. Right. I wouldn't call it a Christmas exactly. tree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, um, and that is this business, and if you're okay with talking about this, yeah. is that you have been looking for someone to share your house, Yeah. a roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this tell, is, tell me about this that. How do you been, go about it? Well, this has been a little difficult because um, I've never, I, I've never had a roommate. I had a roommate in my twenties before I got married. Yeah, and me, me too. I've never had a roommate since. And I have to tell you, this um, economy and uh, just kind of the way things are, I have a big old house. I have a twenty five hundred square foot house. Me, me and Daisy can be making some money off of all of that space in that house. And while I don't really want to, to live with somebody, I'm quite sure there's a lot of people who wouldn't want to live with me. Why not make an extra few hundred bucks a month to, to sort yeah. of make ends meet? You know? I get the reason, yeah. Because I know that Obama says he's you know working on the economy and... <laughs> You know, I know that's going to happen any day now. Well, you know. it might not. It might not happen under his watch either. You know, we don't know how this election is going to turn out. So yet. it's a difficult decision, and one I've actually sort of been tossing around for the last six months or so. And I finally kind of made peace with that. You know what? It wouldn't be so bad to have somebody here. I kind of like the idea of somebody knowing 
when I haven't arrived home or I mean I go I work from home and there's times I think you know I could just drop dead and nobody would even know it for like a week nobody would know you don't come by every day my neighbors don't very much well, that, I, that I, sort of bothers actually, me that I'm not accountable to any you know what I mean that I actually don't I do come by quite a bit <laughs> um, do you? and I, I want to know just, that I, just at nighttime and <laughs> I look, look through the window I, I'm out in the bushes you ever notice how the bushes are sort of disturbed out there next morning that's just me i I don't mean anything by it i'm just taking pictures so i i think that i'm okay with having it but it would have to be the right person well then how do you know that yeah well i don't know that's what i'm saying i you have to interview people right you have to interview people and i i you know you have to put an ad out there and you have to describe it and then you get the weirdest stuff oh do you know the scams that are out there of people who reply to you and go yes i'd like to rent your room and and I, it took me a while to catch on to this because I'm such an oh, idiot. Man, but um, but the scams are they they say I am in uh, I am in uh, South Africa right now and I'm going to be studying to become a heart surgeon at the UW. Hmm. Uh, that sounds plausible. So I'd like to go ahead and pay for the room now and because I want it and I'll you know have my uncle send you a check for the amount of the money to hold it. So I kept I kept wondering how does how is that a scam? Well, apparently what happens is. The uncle sends you a big fat check for like $10,000 and then asks you to wire the difference to them. Does that make sense? Yeah, and the I know check's no good. Yeah. Check's yeah. no good. So anyway, so you have to wade, wade through all of that garbage and then and then you find, finally find somebody that doesn't seem like a, a nightmare or a nut job and you say, all right, well, let's set up a phone call and then you have to go through that and see if they're going to make, you know, if they're weird or not. And and then you invite them to your house, and then I mean it's just a it's a huge process. It's a huge process, oh, and I haven't made any I haven't made any head, haven't made any headway. I haven't made any headway. Well, I don't know how you uh, vet somebody with total confidence. I, I mean, well, you still have to take a leap of faith. It's no like matter. dating. Yeah, it's like dating. Yeah, would you, if you get somebody, would you go to the extent of maybe having an, them investigated or? Well, I, mean, you know I guess I mean? you should do. I mean, I, you can Google anybody now, so sure. Because I remember you told me. I hope I'm not telling stories yeah, out of school okay. that you had a boyfriend that you had. Uh, yes, a, a, investigated by an FBI friend or yes, something. Yes, I right? did. Yeah, it wasn't a boyfriend. It was a, somebody I was dating, um, and he was just great and not. He just. I thought, you know, gosh, I just don't want to get down the road and find out that he yeah. chopped up his family and they're, you know, he's made soup out of them or sausage <laughs> or something. So I just said, do you mind just checking into this? And 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 it turned out he was clean. And um, I never told him that I investigated him. No, though. I don't think do you, you should. Think you don't. How well, would... I mean, if you the relationship advances to some point where you think you can tell him anything, then you could. But I certainly wouldn't tell somebody that well you're making that too light when you say well if it advances to the point where you can tell him anything don't you think that some people would be put off by that well of course they would that's why you want to make sure that that... but employers do that um um potential renters do that bankers do that Uh, everybody checks out your background now so and we should talk about that in more detail next time because this whole idea that there are employers now that are getting on your facebook and finding out what your friends are what your predilections are and all of that what's wrong with look at you i get the feeling you don't like that well i don't think that's a great way to sort of figure out some of the questions you can't ask in an interview there's lots of questions you cannot ask in an interview yeah like i said we should talk about that another time because it bears further uh examination but 
I, I just keep going back to the the idea that you know, like Romney had that that forty seven percent remark the other day uh-huh. why in the world doesn't someone of that stature i know assume every moment yes. they're they're going to be recorded why wouldn't you assume that absolutely even you and me w- would be recorded a lot but you're running for the highest office in the land and granted this was some months before he was running but uh well before he was nominated i should say but even so you why how how do you not get that well, you can make the same argument with, um, you and know, Kate, the Duchess of, of Cambridge, and those, yes. you know, the, the the topless photos that were taken of her. And to me, it's like I I'm, I just laughed at people who were outraged at the French who did that. Uh, no, Kate should should say, oh, gee, you know, there's going to be a lot of people around, uh, no matter where I go. You just don't take your shirt off outside. Yeah, unless you don't care that they photograph it. So you know, we are on under constant surveillance. Everything is is tracked and you know you buy books and music but online. But isn't that creepy? You, no, it's not creepy. Why I is that it's, creepy? It's creepy living in a world like that. Why? To me. Do you have something to hide? Well, no. Do you think I, they're going to use it against you in a in a negative way? What do you mean? I'm I, just I, saying. I, I've got nothing to hide. I no, I it's not that at all. It's I just, just why? Why would you think that? I just. Why would you think I haven't? Why are you saying that? I'm just saying I don't care if somebody wants to go to the trouble to figure out what books I've bought this month and what movies I downloaded on Amazon. Go ahead. How does that affect me at all? It affects you because then they're going to pester you with, with spam and and. Uh, Mail, no, mailers now and listen, stuff because they'll what want you to doing. buy stuff. No, you you can opt out. They know of what that. appeals to you, and then they're going to just start not bugging gonna, you. They're not going to show up on your front door and bang on your door and say, "Hey, do you want these movies? Because we saw you download these books in the." No. Hang on a second, I guess. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, so Lisa here. <laughs> yeah, she's here. Somebody for you at the door, Lisa. <laughs> I'm not here right now. I think this is the song you were talking about earlier, Shirley Brown. Woman to woman. Hello. May I speak to Barbara? Barbara, this is Shirley. You might not know who I am, but the reason I'm calling you is because I was going through my old man's pockets this morning, and I just happened to find your name and number. So woman to woman, I don't think it's being any more than fair than to call you and let you know where I'm coming from. Now, Barbara, I don't know how you're going to take this, but whether you be cool or come out of a bag on me, you see, it really doesn't make any difference. But it's only fair that I let you know that the man you're in love with, he's mine. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, the bed he sleeps in and every piece of food he eats. You see, I make it possible. The clothes on his back, (laughs) I buy them. The car he drives, I pay the note every month. So I'm telling you these things to let you know how much I love that man. And woman to woman, I think you'll understand just how much I'll do to keep him. Woman to woman, if you've ever been in love, then you know.
Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.